All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lion Bolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and feature time for today from beautiful, beautiful New Hampshire, right there on the East Coast, none other than Adam Dow. Adam, it's an honor and a pleasure to have you on, my friend. I really appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely. I appreciate being here. This is great. And I, I can't wait to dive into the series of questions, get everybody out there to know you deeper as a, as a man, a professional, um, above and beyond all the people who love, know, and respect you as it is. Uh, so Adam, if you're ready, let's just dive into the series of questions. Uh, I guess starting with telling everybody a little about yourself, you know, who you are, where you're from, what got you into the business and your journey to today? All right. Well, um, as you said, I'm from New Hampshire, but specifically Lake Winnipesaukee area. Um, I'm in the Wolfboro side. Lake Winnipesaukee has eight towns that surround it. It's about 44,000 acres hmm. uh, big, which in its crystal clear water. I always have jokes with my ocean selling friends that lakes are better than oceans. But uh, so <laughs> I grew up on the lake, didn't really know how great it was to be a kid in this area until I moved away. I went to business school at UNH, worked in Portsmouth for a little bit, which is our southern part of the state on the ocean, hmm. met my beautiful wife, and we kind of was rethinking what life was all about. We both had business degrees. Um, we decided um, we could work all our lives and then move back to Wolfboro, or we could just move back to Wolfboro and figure it out, and wow. that's what we did back in 2000, and I guess it was 2001. Okay. Um, and then my, I worked for a venture capital uh, or a company, which was a consulting company, which was in safety, quality, and environmental management consulting. But I was the marketing guy. I was the guy that did the negotiations. Um, my, my boss thought it was a re really fun to make me negotiate with the senior vice president of Exxon Shipping. Um, and, and I'm a young kid in my early 20s. And he would give me this proposal that he knew Paul, it was his name, I'll never forget him, because he used to like to bring me through the ringer too. So the joke when I first got into real estate is I went from negotiating with the senior vice president of Exxon Shipping to my third grade teacher, uh, <laughs> which was awesome. an easy transition. Uh, but so, you know, I was in Portsmouth for a while. Um, that company actually tried to do a dot-com at the end of the dot-com era, did not happen. Uh, I was on my way to get a Christmas tree with my wife. We had moved to this area uh, in Wolfboro, and um, I was on monster.com applying for all these jobs, jobs that I thought I was well-suited for. It was a tough time in the economy at the time for, for job seekers. Hmm. And um, Caldwell Banker said, uh, come and do an interview. So we were on the way to get Christmas. I didn't even tell my wife. I'm like, I got to stop in to Caldwell Banker. I'm going to do an interview. She's like, what are you talking about? So I went in, did the interviews, and I didn't really understand the commission-based thing. And I just was looking for something in Wolfboro with a business degree. And so it ended up, he said, yeah, go get your license. I'll save you a desk. And that was kind of my research into real estate and how I jumped in. And the oh, really? joke is I took the test, the personality test, um, <laughs> and it said run from real estate. It's like I scored the worst on that test for the normal good real estate agent. And the only reason I know that is because the, the office manager that worked for it there for 14 years, I ended up hiring as I got more successful in the business. And mm. she said, you know, you, you scored the worst in that test than anyone who ever took it in that office. So 
lesson learned if the personality tests don't always are good indication of what happens well said well said adam so in I got into real estate in 2003. Um, I was an agent, luckily, that knew the area. Like I have nine generations in the, the town that I sell in. Wow. I grew up on the lake, which my grandfather's uh, little 13-foot Boston whaler was my biggest training ground. I was all over the lake as a kid. Hmm. So as somebody in real estate and somebody who had just created a website really before any other agents did it, there were some company websites up in our town in 2003, but not a lot of agents were out there promoting mm-hmm. um, and doing SEO and Google cost per click. So wow. I was getting a ton of traffic on my site where there was a lot of leads coming in and I had this business degree, you know, nine generations, I promoted that to the, you know, to everybody mm-hmm. and I knew the lake. So I remember being in a class and the, the instructor saying, well, you should focus on in like a neighborhood or somewhere, you know, and I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I know the lake really well, so maybe I'll focus on that. Not really thinking about the price point or you know the, the luxury aspect of it. Hmm. So I, was, I joked that I was a luxury agent before I actually learned how to sell real estate at a high level wow. um, because I knew the product. Hmm. And then um, about six or seven years ago, I, I joined a company I work for now, Keller Williams, mm-hmm. and did the team. You know, so my marketing always covered all of Lake Winnipesaukee. Um, and I, my third year in the business with my website and, you know, the, the number of leads that were coming in, I actually referred out $6 million in closed business, which wow. was a huge amount. You can think about how many leads came in to, to produce that amount of closed business. Sure. So I had kind of a team before I knew what a team was. I just had referral people. I just send them leads. So I, and they didn't even do referral forms. I, I had somebody in Meredith. I had somebody in North Conway. And then when I did the team in 2012, 13, 14, 15, you know, been growing the team, you know, the bad thing about doing referrals is you send the referral and then you lose that client for life. Sure. If you're a team, you know, so I, I think about my evolution in the business. My first, my first little bump was I created this website. And then the second bump was I created this team concept and, and, and grew the team. So last year, our team did... Um, 279 transactions, $175 million worth of real estate. Uh, we actually doubled our transa- our volume from the year before. Hmm. It was um, a crazy COVID year. You know, we're in yeah. Boston, we're a feeder market for Boston, mm-hmm. vacation homes. Um, you know, I, I, I say that there's three new entrants to our marketplace. Hmm. You've got the people that used to travel for vacation, you know, so they didn't want to be locked down to a second home. They wanted to see the world, get on a plane, go off and enjoy themselves. But if they had a neighbor that had a lake house and during quarantine in 2020, I can just imagine people looking at their empty driveway, all quarantine, knowing that their friend or their neighbor was at their lake house. So that made everybody who could could do it want to be able to have a drive to vacation spot. And that's where a lot of people are. And then the second group of people are the retirees that retire to the cities and they don't want to push that elevator button that everybody pushes to get up to their their apartment anymore and they don't want to be walk you know walking distance to all the restaurants that are closed sure so they've decided that maybe the snowbird thing the traditional new hampshire florida you know they're a new entrance to our market hmm. and then the the third group of people are the work from home you know I, I joke you can now work from the base of a mountain a lake uh, you don't have to be next to the T anymore. So all of that equity and all of that demand for being close to the T, which brought you into Boston five days a week, 
mm-hmm. now can be brought up to New Hampshire and brought to, to lifestyle. We've always, I, I had a tagline for a long time, mm-hmm. live where others vacation. And then I, you I, know, then I put, we can help. But mm-hmm. there's been no time that it's been more true than the last couple couple of years. Gosh, Adam, and that's a, that's incredible. The breakdown, obviously, talking about your your progression through your career, your longevity into that, and then just the growth that's been happening, uh, you know, year over year, and you know, absolutely dominating your market. I, I can say that, uh, you know, openly that way. I mean, you guys are just doing incredible things through New Hampshire, and uh, you know, it's absolutely inspiring. Again, just the top of your field into that market, but just across the country and the world for that matter. Uh, and I love the fact that you were looking at it earlier on from a technical basis, you know, for SEO and, and pay-per-click and, and really driving traffic where others weren't necessarily uh, looking to. So it shows innovation and, and really pushing those expectations and boundaries. And again, no surprise that you and the team do what you do and continue to. Adam, that's just kind of a, li- a little glimpse into that. But you had mentioned luxury and I love the fact that you had, you know, selected the lakes and kind of explained that story and process, which I think is beautiful. But I would love to talk a little bit more about luxury into that. And we were talking re- really quick before we went live, but you actually have a coaching class specific onto luxury. I would love for you to share that with the audience, just kind of explain a little bit about what that is, um, if that's all right. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I was selling luxury early on in my career. I think I sold my first, you know, $2 million sale in my second year in the business, because that's what the product that I knew the best. Like I knew wow. where the sun set, I knew where the prevailing wind was. I knew where the fishing spots are, all of these things that I never thought would make me money at one time. And I like to play golf. And, you know, so there's a lot of kind of things that are around here that translate into luxury. That's just, it's great. Hmm. Um, and I, early on, I, tr- I tried to do a team once I thought that the team route was the way I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. So you know, people wanted to join. They said, oh, great. I can do luxury in this area. And so I'm like, great, let's do that. And what I didn't know is I didn't have the systems in place to help other people sell luxury in other areas. Interesting. Like, so, you know, I was good friends with the good accountant in town. I was good friends with, you know, the builder in town. Like there, there are certain aspects of luxury mm-hmm. that it's hard to teach in a book or it's hard to really pick out as these, these pillars of how to sell luxury real estate. And I hadn't identified those things when I was trying to team up with these, you know, the, the agents in the, the first part of my team building career. Hmm. Uh, so I, it was, you know, there's a lot of setbacks when you're building a business, you, know, like you hmm. learn from your mistakes and things like that. So I figured out that if, if you want to have a luxury business, you have to have intentional relationships and you have it, you have to have this good sphere of influence. I think mm-hmm. people confuse sphere and sphere of influence mm-hmm. because you can be friends with a lot of people, but if they have no influence over people that are going to buy, sell, or you know, give recommendations on who to buy or sell with, then they're only friends of yours. They're not really sphere of influence. People who have influence over other, other people. So well said. early on, I, I had a mentor friend um, and I thought about it. It took me three years to earn the relationship that I have with them now. Mm but I knew that they were the right person to be in relationship with. Um, So I would start, I used to, you know, growing up, I used to lifeguard with his daughter and then his daughter married a good friend of mine that I was on the ski team with. So I had these connections. (laughs) Love it. And when I was building my website, I would always send the new listings to my friend, Tim, who would send them to, to Bruce. And then, you know, so eventually that conversation went from me to Bruce. Hmm. And then I stopped by one day and that was kind of the transition point 
um, of, and he had his good friends sitting on the dock. And I remember that meeting. I'm like, I'm sitting on the dock with these two guys that I know are huge. Like mm-hmm. they could be really good for my business. Right. And they turned out to be really good, you know, people, mentors, and they're, they're friends of mine now. And, you know, the guy that was sitting on the dock, I've sold 10 houses over a million dollars for him in the last, you know, since I met him on the dock. Wow. So, and, and I thought about it. All right. I had to be intentional. I had to, to know it was a long-term thing. Uh-huh. Um, so what I've created is I, I call it the 210 people that are the foundation of a luxury career. Wow. The first 10 are your top 10 SOI. Hmm. Like this is a Bruce, you know, hmm. you, you find your Bruce, you find out who are the people that not only that you can become friends with and will recommend you, but uh-huh. who are, who's in the community, whether it's a financial advisor, well, it, what, whether it's a builder or whether, you know, uh-huh. who are the people that you can earn a relationship with that will be a foundation for like, well, Bruce will invite me to play golf at the private club, uh-huh. you know, say, Adam, I'm inviting these two people. These are people that you need to know. Wow. Like, and he's done this over the years of you know helping me get that foundation of relationships around me. And I credit um, our success last year, like mm-hmm. COVID shut down kind of all the flashy stuff. You couldn't sure. do the drive-in movies. You couldn't do the client events. You couldn't do all of the big stuff. What you could do was talk to your people, mm-hmm. you know, double down on the relationships that you already have. Um, so we went from 84 million to 175 million because we had the relationships in place already. Love that. Uh, so the top 10 are people like that. They're the Bruce's in your life and mm. you probably don't have 10 right now. And, mm. but it should be a goal to get 10. Like you should be working. You should have one that you're nurturing and culturing uh, and, uh, and communicating with, mm-hmm. but you should have one that you're, you're trying to earn. You should have someone identify. Wow. I want to be in relationship with them. And then we talk about our top 100 SOI, which are the builders, you know, we talk about dog walkers, mm-hmm. landscapers, people that know a lot of people. Um, and then I talk about the 100 people to know in your community. Um, you know, because the 100 sphere, that might be friends, family, things like that. Mm-hmm. But the 100 people to know are also people that want to have business relationships with, you know, the same people that you have. Uh-huh. Um, and I've got a script for creating the hundred people to know is you call your first one, probably the person in your top 10 and say, I'm creating a list of hundred people to know in Wolfboro. You're obviously somebody that I want on it. Uh-huh. You know, just tell me what website you want on there, you know, how you want people to connect with you. And then the only other thing I need is one other person that you think should, has to be on this list. Wow. And then you call that person and say, Bruce told me, you know, because I told them I'm creating this 100 people to know in Wolfboro, and they said that you have to be on this list. Can I get permission to put you on the list? And so if you just make 100 calls with that script, you can create this really big, good foundation for a luxury business because it's it's kind of self-guided, self-driven um, uh, to who knows who's going to end up on that list if you hmm. truly follow those steps. So those 210 people are how we make a solid relationship you know, on the team. So that's the long answer to say, I love that. Now, when we take a team member on that's in a different area, mm-hmm. it's a coaching call. It's all right. Let's identify your top 10. Mm-hmm. Like I've got somebody in Portsmouth that's um, right now, his passion was um, he, he loves the theater. So okay. he got onto the, 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 the board of the local theater, mm-hmm. which led him to a relationship that we're negotiating this, this big house right now. But you, mm-hmm. I can see 
the the progression of all right he made the right relationships he's he's having the right conversations and he's creating a luxury business so that's what i'm basing the coaching on It's, it's basically me as somebody who's shy who doesn't like to be in front of the room doing zoom is like this is crazy like i had to learn how to do all of this stuff um but it's it's really thinking about how did i do it almost you know some some of it was intentional some of it was luck like with any success and some of it was just you know as it came out um and then and putting into a training program so the breaking into luxury is somebody who wants to break into into that business, but doesn't necessarily have all the, you know, the, you know, the public speaking and the, the, the influence already. It's, it's how do you gain that influence? Wow. And, and literally the step-by-step blueprint process that you've developed. And that's, that's, what's beautiful about that, Adam, is you're not just looking at it conceptually, hypothetically, you've, you've done this yourself year after year and really built this incredible thing. And um, you know, somebody who taking it from internal market or external market can apply this knowledge and have wild, massive success. And um, I absolutely love that. And I'm so glad that you were able to explain that to the audience, because I know that it's touching so many people who are watching or listening right now saying, there's nothing like that, or I don't know of any system or, or someone that can guide me through this process. I, I would I would like to venture to say that so many people, they they feel that they understand or believe that this is a people business and it is relationship driven, but to dive deeper into it, as you had just stated with those step-by-steps and, and letting it kind of organically, as you mentioned, work itself out without the action of meeting that first person, taking a call, asking the right questions, and then continually doing that. It doesn't do it by itself, but um Again, I just, I love that process that you've laid out. What, what's the best way for anybody who's watching or listening to get a hold of the, the, the class, the course, what, what website or social media platform, where can they go? So I, I, if you go to knowlesdevelopment.com, I've teamed with a, a coaching company, Knowles okay. Development, and we could probably tag it later, but okay. um, you know, I had always, for, for me, for lead generation as a team leader, mm-hmm. um, I want everybody to think of the Dow Realtor when they think of New Hampshire. So part of you know, my strategy is I went down to Massachusetts and I would teach a similar, like Knowles Development has helped me make it a better program, mm. but I would go into like, go down to Cape Cod or down to the a Boston uh, office in, in, um, in Kellawayams, who I work for, mm-hmm. and just go to their office and teach how I broke into luxury. Wow. The selfish thing for me was um, if I'm teaching luxury in Massachusetts, they're going to believe that I'm good at luxury in New Hampshire. So when they have got a New Hampshire client, they're going to refer me business. Love that. And I would do it once or twice a year. Uh, but in teaming with Noah's Development, they actually will promote it better, reaches a bigger audience, and they help me make a better training program. So, and I, Brad Knowles uh, is a great instructor himself. So I wanted his input on, on the training. And what's cool about it is, um, I've learned a lot from Ben Kinney. He's a, a very you know, big person in the, the real estate industry with Brivity and everything. For sure. But he came and taught in Portsmouth a, a while back. Um, and he was saying that you know, all of the, his training um, money's earned goes to a charity. And I'm like, well, that's mm-hmm. a pretty cool, you know, one, it's cool that to be able to, to not need the money to, to, you know, and to have it to go to, to a training, uh, to a charity. So I've got a charity. It's a mentoring organization here in the Lakes region. Actually, it's throughout the state now, but I was on the board for a long time. Okay. And 
I really respect the people that, that run it. Um, they, they could have, they've got educations that they could be making a lot more money in other industries, mm-hmm. but they've chosen to, to really get into the high schools and find out who the kids that are at risk and, and mm-hmm. really having challenges and just coming alongside them wow. uh, and helping them out. So um, I play in a golf tournament every year and mm-hmm. you know, I've always just kind of any extra money you know, for charity, I would, I would give to them Love in a that. secret way. Um, but what's cool about this, this coaching is any money that I'm earning off of it, um, mm-hmm. it's going to them. Like Knowles wow. is just sending them a check. So I was talking to Andy, the, the, the director the other day, and I'm like, did you get a check? And he's like, yeah, is that, <laughs> he didn't know what it was. And I forgot to tell him, but he was just like, this is amazing. Like this, this, it was a pretty big check. So mm-hmm. it was, it was cool to, to be at that, that stage in my career to, to be able to, to do something like that. And gosh, and it's for a good cause. So. Well, you know, Adam, I love the fact that you're sharing that. And again, it just shows everybody that you have a huge brain and an even bigger heart. And I think that that just speaks volumes about who you are as a man and your character, not just conducting it business, but personally. And um, what was the name of the charity again? I apologize. It's LifeBridge, uh, their mentors. Life, I think it's LifeBridge Mentors. Okay. I can send you the link to it. Okay. And we'll, we'll have links in the comments down below because we always love to share, you know, different charities and organizations and involvement. And again, you can, you can learn from one of the best and brightest minds in the world when it comes to luxury and you can do a good thing with the charity, which is fantastic. So Adam, one more question into this, and you've already been dropping so much knowledge and incredible pieces of, of information for everybody to pick up and apply to their business. But the second question is the, the tactical side, if you will, about the, the particular series. And it's, if you could look back at your career thus far and pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business or implemented that you really saw growth, you saw the needle move, um, obviously besides so much of the stuff you already shared, uh, what comes to mind? What advice would you give to anybody watching or listening? Um, I think for me, like marketing is something that I like to do. It's something that I enjoy. Um, so in my procrastination, I would think, oh, I tinker with the website or, you know, those sorts of things. So that's brought me a lot of success, but I would say that I think creativity is great, Mm -hmm. but I, if looking back on my career, I wish I put systems in place sooner. And so what, what I tell new agents is the best way to get from having a job to having a business is to lay out what is your, what is your process for Mm -hmm. listing a house? That's what we do. We sell houses. So, right. you know, whether it's getting the deed, getting the tax map, just the, listing out everything on a piece of paper hmm. um, and then including in there, what's one thing that makes you different? Like, what can you hang hmm. your hat on when you're talking to a seller? Uh, what's the one thing that makes like we have 150 realtors in town and uh-huh. less than 100 homes sell in my town. So this right. competition, like, why are they going to hire me and say no to that? 149 others. Mm-hmm. Um, so including that into your list, whatever that is, because now if you've got the system versus just kind of going through and, and, and ad hoc, getting the deed and maybe forgetting something, because mm-hmm. once you have the system, you can look at it and say, all right, I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. I can hire somebody to do these steps. Mm-hmm. So now I can go over and do more money making activities. So wow. I think getting from creative creative to more systematic, Hmm. faster, I would have been better off now. Hmm. Um, And I think when agents think about, I think there's a, there's a kind of a fear of 
either hiring the assistant or getting some extra help and, and things like that. But, and, and sometimes people will do it, mm-hmm. but they don't have the list. They don't know what they do. They don't know what their system is. So they hire mm-hmm. an assistant and the assistant sits in the chair waiting for the next task. Wow. And you're too busy to give them a task. So mm-hmm. I think looking back, any advice for new agents is, all right, figure out what you do. Mm-hmm. One thing that makes you different, systemize it and then hire out to that system. Wow. Absolutely brilliant. And, and when you're talking about it, breaking that whole process down, I think adding some clarity to the daily activities to move that needle forward in any business is huge advice. And whether that whether you're new or seasoned, I mean, th- th- there's ebbs and flows and changes through career paths. So when you mention that, I think anybody who's watching or listening, doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, uh, looking at your daily activities and what you're doing and what's implemented. I love the fact that you had mentioned uh, a little bit of leverage points, not just with systems and processes, but also with hiring people on board, uh, looking at it from the highest and best use of your time. And I, I think that that's a, a huge statement coming from you, um, Adam, because you've seen it, you've been there, right? So I, I think one of the other parts, like getting off the newer agent and talking to the seasoned luxury agent, mm-hmm. most are control freaks or most are, <laughs> are yeah, you know, they do things very well. Yeah, so nothing against their their job or or how they perform it, right? Um, but you, there's only so many hours in the day. Mm. So sometimes the the luxury agent has a, a self inflicted ceiling on on what they can do and and how much they can do because they do everything. Mm. So one of the things that I naturally do is maybe give people too much responsibility too early, like you know, uh-huh. from the deep end. But I think with that. Like I've got a team, we did um, 17 sales over $2 million last year, um, 40 sales over a million dollars just last year. Hmm. And in our, the average price in New Hampshire is like 300,000. So this is wow. luxury, like in California, yeah. that's just teardowns or, or whatever. Yeah. So th- these are luxury sales. Hmm. Um, but it's because I'm, I'm teaming with, you have to have qualified agents hmm. and you have to have training to give to them. But the, the more people that you can bring into your world um, that can start to do things better than you, mm. the bigger your world's going to get. So, I, you know, the luxury agent sometimes has a harder time building a team because they, they don't think that anyone can do anything as good as them ever. Wow. Um, but it's so freeing to be able to bring other people in. Um, I remember the, the one story mm. I listed a place on the other side of the lake. They're friends of mine, I'm friends with their, 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 their kids. I sold their kids a house, mm. but they had these amazing properties on the lake, like landmarks as you, you're driving into the bay. And he listed with a, with a different agent because I didn't have a team. I didn't have the, the coverage. Okay. Um, but then I, I did start the other team on the other side and I hired somebody that's uh, came from another company and you know decided to say, all right, I'm gonna be on the Wolfboro side. You're gonna be on the Meredith side. And I remember meeting with them introducing her, introducing the team concept, telling, you know, what's our responsibilities going to, going to be. Hmm. And then I called him a week and a half later just to follow up. And he joked, he's like, who's this? My agent's Kristen. Like it, it was just this perfect, it was a perfect handoff. He was, he knew he was in good hands. So it's like the whole team concept of if I can't be everywhere at all times, I might as well have people that are doing the job at a high level and mm-hmm. you can make that go far and wide if you do it well. Gosh, well, I mean, Adam, when you talk about that, you're, you're again, leading from example and, uh, you know, to see year over year, the numbers that you had mentioned earlier, 
it speaks volumes just by itself, but it's nice to kind of have the, the inner workings or thought processes of a true pro and you just sharing it freely and willingly with everybody who's watching or listening. And that just, again, speaks volumes about your character and uh, you know, anybody who's involved in your world and in your life, I, I know that they're just absorbing so much greatness and, and support. And uh, it's just fantastic, Adam. I mean, I know we could talk all day long. I don't want to cut it short, but is there any other thing that sticks out to you or are, are we good here? Did, did we drop enough information on everybody? <laughs> I, I always ask before we finish everything up. No, I, I don't know. Hopefully it was helpful. Um, you know, like I said, this isn't my cup of tea, so hopefully it came off well. And... <laughs> oh my gosh, Adam, it was incredible. And, and I know that everybody out there just got so much information and I, I, I encourage everybody, please follow this man, connect with the team on social media platforms, engage. We'll have links in the comments down below and especially for the coaching and charity involvement. Can't encourage everybody enough, but Adam, uh, I, I got to thank you again for taking the time. It was an absolute honor and a pleasure, my friend. I appreciate you. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, and 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 I want to dub you're an official real estate titan. So that oh, is a nice. title that you can wear proudly, my friend. No one can ever take it away from you. It's yours. Uh, but right. Adam, seriously, it, it was an honor. And um, everybody out there, thank you as always for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like here what we're doing with Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like and subscribe. You know what to do at this point. I do need to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Linebolt Media. If you are in real estate, and you're looking to grow and scale your business in a digital way, local market saturation, and ultimately connecting with the consumer for more meaningful relationships and close transactions, visit lineboltmedia.com. They have a free mini course. Um, you can actually click on that and that's lineboltmedia.com. We are live here with Real Estate Titans every Tuesday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Adam. Thank you.